For those of you who listened to the podcast a few weeks ago, you will remember me saying that I was going to put an offer on my Month to Manifest program. Month to Manifest is the easiest manifestation course on the market right now. My intention when creating this course was allow it to be easy, simple, time efficient, like I'm not about things that take me a lot of time or I just won't do them. So this requires at the most five minutes of your time a day to be able to really hone your intentions on a daily basis. And not only that, one of the things we have done is to create a community of like-minded people where we meet once a month on a live and we set our intentions for the month ahead. It is so powerful and you'll get to meet those like-minded people who share in your joy and in your love of manifestations and we all lift each other up. It is so amazing. I love it and I would love you to join. One of the things that I have always wanted to do as well is to make this affordable and not only is it affordable every day but I am also giving you a discount on that right now. All you have to do is DM me the word manifest on Instagram and I will send you the unique discount code. Come and join us. Welcome to the Unbreakable Mindset Podcast, your burst of weekly inspiration to keep your mindset on track to manifest your greatest desires. I am Jude Don't, your host, a world-renowned mindset coach, helping my clients and now you, the listener, to break free of the mental struggle, find contentment, meaning and purpose in your life. Welcome back to the Unbreakable Mindset Podcast. I have a lovely guest for you on the show today. I have the lovely Leah Pardy and I am going to hand over to her to introduce herself, what she does and where she is in the world. Yes, hello. Thank you so much for having me here. Um, Yeah, so I am in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania and what do I do? I do a lot of different things. So I, I do mainly teaching on manifestation. Manifestation is kind of my my biggest thing. It's the biggest part of my life, really my entire life, I feel like is a manifestation. Um, so I teach on that. I do digital courses. I do a podcast called Bare Naked Soul. Um, I'm the author of Confessions of an Uncaged Soul, my new memoir that just came out. Um, I do some business coaching. I do breath work is a big part of what I do as well. So I kind of ditched the idea that you need to have like one thing you're good at and one niche and just like, yeah, I'm just incorporating, blending together all of the things that I love. So that's what I do um, professionally. Outside of that, I love being outside. I love sunshine. I love hanging out with friends. Um, Traveling is my biggest like motivator in life. So Wow. Okay, right. I'll tell you what, then my first question that's come to mind, um, because you do do loads of different things, is what is a typical day in the life of um, yourself? Like what from getting up in the morning till going to bed? What are your rituals? What are you, what's your working day like? What comes into that? Ooh, okay. I love that. Um, it's always a little bit different. Basically how I have my week set up is I have calls like this, podcast interviews, calls with clients, um, 
Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So I do most of my work on those days. But recently I started doing Wednesdays as a co-working day. So I get together with um, a few other friends who run similar businesses. And this took a while to to come into place. You know, this took a while to manifest. But um, yes, we get together at one of our houses and we do some work and we do some like kind of brainstorming with each other and talking and all those things. So like today is a Tuesday. So for me, um, I wake up with my husband at like six in the morning because that's when he wakes up for work. And so, and I like to get up with him. And then I like to read first um, right away, do some reading, do a little journaling usually. And then um, I'll typically do um, some breath work and meditation and then either maybe some yoga or maybe I'll go to the gym. So it's like a long morning routine. I love a slow morning. And then I'll like make myself breakfast. And then usually around like nine or 10, I'll start working. I'll have either a call or an interview or something like that. Um, Or I'll just start creating content. And I do four hour work days, um, Monday through Thursday every week. And then, yeah, so like later today, I'm getting a a mani-pedi. At four o'clock today, I'm doing my money date. Every Tuesday, I do like a sit-down date with my money and like really work on that relationship and that whole mindset piece. So that's kind of like a big ritual for me. Okay. Do you know what? There'll There'll be people listening to this podcast going, oh my God. I hate you. You've got a four-hour day and you've got a, what was it, a three-day week or a four-day week that you do? A four-day week. Four-day week. Amazing. Okay. I think, do you know what, as as you were saying all that, one thing that I know, and I don't don't necessarily do a a, a four-day week, but I definitely do, um, I do shorter hours because I have to pick up my um, little one from school now because he starts school this September. So I do do shorter days. But what I would say is that's a really nice thing when you are somebody who's either a breathwork coach or manifestation coach, mindset coach, what we tend to do because we know the value of it is we put a lot of time into our own self-care and mental health because if we don't give to ourselves we can't give to anyone else and that as much as everyone's probably listening to the listening to that going oh my god you've got so much time on your hands to do those things actually it's it's purposeful isn't it because you can't give to your clients or your service if you haven't given enough to yourself first absolutely it's so 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 important i mean everything is mindset like literally the entire thing is mindset is my belief so yeah i have to set myself up for success in the morning and get myself feeling really really good because that way i can notice when i dip that way i can be so aware of when the doubt thoughts come in when the doubt feelings come in and um and then i can address it right away versus waking up and jumping on and st- like I don't do social media first thing in the morning because it would fuck with my vibe and like um yeah so I I just make make like myself feel really good in the morning and that way I can be on top of staying in that feeling um and staying with with um the vibrational match for my desires and notice when I am derailing to pull myself back amazing amazing and I would say even if you don't have uh, a four-day working week or a four-hour day job and you've got a, a nine-to-five um that that is something really really important in terms of connecting with 
when you start to dip and knowing what you need to pull you out of it. Okay, fantastic. Wow, I feel like I've learned so much about you and you've only been on for six minutes. <laughs> okay, Leah, tell me a little bit about how you got into this type of work and have you always had a, a positive kind of abundant mindset or did you have to do the work on yourself first? Yeah, so I come from a background of really feeling like a victim. Um, I grew up with, you know, we didn't have a lot. And by the time I was 13, I was working like full time as a babysitter um, because I realized pretty early in life, like I'm not, but this is not going to be my reality. Like I will have money to do the things I want to do. And that's on me. Like very early on, it was like, oh, I have to go be the person who creates the life that I want. Um, I, I don't think I like sat down and like had that thought necessarily, but I just like, had, that's what I realized about the world, right? So um, worked a lot in high school, worked a lot throughout college, um, was really in a victim mindset where I felt like everybody else had it easier than me. I wasn't like a totally negative person. I mean, I was, I've was i always been bubbly and outgoing and, and friendly, but I had a lot of like, I was so jealous of other people. Um, and I, I would have looked at someone like me back then and thought, oh, they got lucky. Like she just got lucky because it didn't seem possible to create a reality like this at that time. Um, and so I worked in sales. That was my corporate background before doing this. And um Worked my way up, was in sales management, got my MBA, was just going for it. And I was reading, I started reading mindset books. Some of them were required reading for sales because sales is all about mindset, yeah. but it wasn't like the manifestation stuff. It was more like the bro masculine, that kind of mindset stuff. Um, and then I stumbled upon the book, The Secret. And I was like, whoa, what? Like, what is this? You know? Yeah. And so very, I mean, I just decided to start putting it into practice and I noticed things right away starting to shift in my perspective. Um, and from there, I started meditating. I started journaling and I was working like, you know, I was gone like 12 hours a day. So at that time, I didn't have hours in the morning to do these things. I would get up early. I got up at like 5 a.m. and gave myself like 20 minutes to meditate and journal, you know, and like eat my breakfast and, you know have a little moment to myself to get that vibe going, to feel good before my crazy day would start. Um, but yeah, those things totally, totally changed my life, the meditation, the journaling, and learning to be still with myself and learning how to shift my perspectives and shift out of limiting beliefs. Yeah. It, very, very quickly I started to realize, wait a minute, I can do, I can do something purposeful because I felt really disconnected with the sales job that I had um it was a lot of things we were doing that were out of integrity and mm -hmm. things like that so um yeah then I discovered life coaching and I became a life coach I started my podcast and that the rest is history but it all started with me just starting to believe like wait a minute maybe I could do something like that and learning to undo that whole victim mindset yeah, that's huge, isn't it? So so things that came up for me when I was listening to you there, what what limiting beliefs did you have on yourself that you've worked on and you've managed to turn around? Oh my gosh, thousands, <laughs> literally so many. 
I feel like in the past like two months I've changed so it just it's an ongoing journey yeah, right it doesn't huge. just like end yeah because because you get um, to the next level of success and then you're like whoa now I've got some limiting beliefs about this next bit and this next bit so it is it's constant work but what do you think you were your I guess top five most painful limiting beliefs that when you removed them you were like wow this is this is freedom now and actually because you removed them, X, Y, and Z happened. Yeah, I'm trying to think back. So um, what was I working on? I remember I read a book called, oh God, what was it called? It was called, um, oh, it was so good. It was Byron Katie. Do you know her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've read, do you know Byron what? I haven't Katie. read it. I've got, yeah. ironically, I've got a kid's book because she did a kid's book. I think it's something about a lion because I was coaching kids at the time and it was a really, really good book to get them to understand their thoughts. And I've listened to a couple of her, I've listened to her on the Oprah podcast and I thought she was amazing. But then I've listened to her own podcast and I'm a bit like, oh, I don't know. I don't, I, I, there's a bit of a jarring with some of the stuff that she teaches people. But the her premise, I love. I love, love, love where she goes and asks you to connect with what is the anxious stressful thought that is the one of the most powerful things that I think you can do yeah yeah I I read her book and this was like probably four years ago or so but I I haven't like kept up with her like I haven't like listen to her at all Uh, right okay interesting to see what she's up to but um but the book was called loving what is yeah and it was my first introduction to like oh you can accept things about your life Instead of just thinking you're a victim all the time. Yeah. So at that time, the early the early things that were like in my way of becoming a life coach, what were they? Um, man, I can't, I can't really think of what they were. But I mean, some of them have been, you know, thinking like if you didn't come from money, then like everything was going to be harder for you in life, right? If your parents couldn't help you pay your student loans and help you with things like that, then you were just like set up for failure kind of. That was a big one. Um, Not thinking I was pretty enough to do like a coaching thing, which is ridiculous. Um, (laughs) Because that's not like necessary. But anyways, um, oh my gosh, I had so many. Showing up in front of friends and family on the internet was absolutely terrifying. Yeah. So a lot of it was just like, who the fuck am I to talk about mindset? Even though I had a successful career, I had successfully led a sales team Mm-hmm. through a lot of mindset coaching but like it's just like who am I to do this why would anybody want to hire me I also oh yeah I was also um I was 26 at the time I remember thinking who the hell is gonna hire a 26 year old life coach <laughs> and they were all just bullshit like they were all just so yeah. not true the one of the things that you said you do which I have really want to deep deep dive into is that date that you have with money tell me about that yeah so money is something wow I have so much to say about this topic um it was the biggest topic of my childhood like it was very much like rich people are the reason we're poor and the reason why everyone's poor and struggling is because Mm -hmm. of rich people and so it was this whole thing um so I grew up thinking I'm not going to be poor like I will not allow that so I had a lot of fire in me to be Mm -hmm. successful and make money from a young age but then I also had this duality of like but it's wrong to have too much Mm -hmm. so I need to make sure I'm not you know what I mean too Mm -hmm. successful right so a lot of that like guilt would come up and so money is something I started working on years back and had mind-blowing realizations about how 
our perspective and what we're on the lookout for is what's going to show up in our lives and all of that about money. But I would do the money work for a little bit and it would work really well and I'd manifest money and it would, and, but then I'd stop and I'd have excuses for stopping myself. Um, like, oh, I shouldn't be thinking about money all the time. This should not be my focus. I need to be focused on service and blah, 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 blah. And it was never like money was my only motivator to do what I do, but my mind would just talk me out of doing the money work. And now I can just see how it was just self-sabotage. It was really just, you know, I don't think it's wrong for anyone to have money. Like when I see people that are fabulously wealthy, I'm like, that's freaking awesome. Great. So it clearly, I don't actually think it's wrong. So I was self-sabotaging. My mind was giving me reasons to just stop moving forward, which is what we all do, right? If you're like going to the gym and it's going great, then you like stop going. Like you had a self-sabotaging thought, right? That made you stop going. Like, so it was, it's really interesting to look back over my time in my business and see how I would like have, um, you know, my biggest income month and then have like a really low month right after because I just was constantly self-sabotaging. And so... When I turned 30 this year um, in June, I like a light bulb, like something clicked, something switched for me. And like I did a big journaling thing right around that time. I was like, okay, what am I like, what am I going to do now? I'm 30. Like what, what, who do, who am I now going to be kind of thing? Just using it as an opportunity to up level, you know, and kind of play with what I wanted and get, get more into my desires. And it really allowed me to see that like, I do desire, you know, I do desire to grow my business in a bigger way and, and all these things. And um, ever since then, I've been more more on the money mindset without stopping. So it's been really, really interesting. But um, so I do this money date on Tuesdays and I basically just have a little moment with myself, maybe a glass of wine or maybe a, a, a cup of like water, like a wine glass full of water and fruit, mm-hmm. like just something for myself. And then I'm journaling and I'm, checking in with my money and I'm saying like, okay, where am I out of alignment with my money? Are there ways I'm spending that don't feel good? Um, kind of re- like looking at my goals, looking at any money leaks, just taking a whole look at the, the situation and really getting clear and like looking at my money and being grateful for my money. And so I moved through this practice of like, yeah, looking for the money leaks, making sure I feel good about where my money's going. And then looking at my goals and what I'm calling in for the month and feeling it feeling it, feeling it, feeling it, um, journaling on it. So it's, yeah, it's like, it's just like a time I set aside to do some money mindset work. And it's, um, it's really fun. And when you say money leaks, what do you mean by money leaks? Yeah. So, so things that are leaking our energy might be something you keep thinking about. Maybe you keep thinking about hiring someone or investing in ads, or maybe you keep thinking about hiring that coach, or maybe you keep thinking about, um, like for me, one recently was my, my 401k. I had my 401k from corporate and then I moved it into a new 401k for my business. And then I, it was just lingering over my head of like, oh, I need to move that to a different type of account because it's not really what I want. And I just kept like not handling it. So then it's like an energy leak where it's just lingering in the back of my mind of something I need to take care of, right? So what did you say that was? Things. Sorry, that might be a, a, a language difference. The full 401k, what's that? Oh, 401k. So this is um, retirement savings account. Ah, right. Okay. <laughs> so glad I asked. Yeah. I was sat there thinking, I'll just figure it out. I'll figure out what you mean. So I'll just go with it. Okay. Oh so, that's, so that's so that's when you put um, 
you put your kind of like what we would call like your pension part away so that's your pension that you're putting towards you call it that that's that yeah yeah we have something that's called a pension that's a little bit different Mm -hmm. um it's actually way better <laughs> like only certain companies will do a pension like the government and like okay. teachers and people like that have pensions and mm-hmm. I think like cops and stuff but yeah so it's essentially like when I worked for corporate like a certain amount of my paycheck would go into my 401k and then Fine. they would match it okay okay I get that so yeah so it was just one of those things that I knew I had to like handle and I just wasn't and so it's yeah. like lingering in the back of your mind and and that could be an energy leak with anything right there's ones yeah. that we could have with our relationship that thing you just haven't brought up that you keep being bothered by yeah anything that we just keep being bothered by is a leak of our energy um so handling it it's almost like that saying, I don't know if you know the saying, like, eat the frog. Yeah, you know 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eat the frog. Do the ugly thing yeah. on your list first. Yeah. Yeah. Get it over with. Stop having it in the back of your mind, draining your energy. Love so, so the yeah. money leak is more of, so if I was going to kind of break it down and take our, our coachy words out of it, for people who aren't coaches that listen to this, essentially, <laughs> a money leak or an energy leak is something that's bringing your mood down something that's causing you to feel not great, um, that we're almost putting at the back of our minds. We are either procrastinating about it or we're ignoring it or we're just hoping it's going to fix itself because, frankly, we just want to brush it under the carpet. And and the lovely thing that you're saying is, is that actually this is an energy leak and it's causing you to lower your mood and to be able to manifest and to um, and to invite stuff in, we need to be at a high energy vibration. So that is where you do, a, your burden's way better than mine. I'm just trying to simplify it and break it down. But you're working on your leaks, which is fantastic. I love that. Yeah, exactly. It's like all these little things that we could just handle, mm-hmm. but we're not. And they're mm-hmm. just lingering there. Yeah, like dipping our energy. Love that. Yeah. Love that. Okay, yeah. so what... Oh, where do I want to go next with that then? What do, what is your current relationship with money like? Have you got past that stage of sabotage or is it a working journey? I believe so. I believe I'm so on top of it now with yeah. my awareness mm-hmm. that when the thoughts come in like that, um, so I, I like to teach it to clients like this. So mm-hmm. you have the self-sabotage. You kind of know, like I love to teach like, so you're starting something new, a workout routine mm-hmm. or eating healthier or a business or whatever it is, right? Yeah. But you've decided you want to shift something in your life. I think it's really important to anticipate your self-sabotage. So what are the excuses you can anticipate coming up? What do you usually tell yourself? What stopped you in the past, right? Mm-hmm. So recognizing the type of excuses that your mind likes to give you. At one point in time, for me, it was... Um, when I was working in corporate, I told myself, I can't go to the gym because I don't have time. Yeah. But I did have time. That yeah. was an excuse at the, <laughs> at, the, at the time that my mind liked to give me. So recognizing those is so helpful. Because then when they come up, you, you notice them as an excuse, mm-hmm. right? Instead of mm-hmm. taking them as the truth. So then there's kind of like two stages of it. So you have um, a belief that comes up, a thought that comes up that's trying to stop you. Mm-hmm. And you you work through it you notice it you feel it if it's negative if it's heavy you feel it like you mm-hmm. feel it in your body and you process it and then you let it go you forgive it you you decide to move on mm-hmm. and that's like for most people that's like a big one is like 
working through it, feeling it, moving it like all the time, right? All day long, if you want to manifest something, you have to notice the thoughts that are saying it can't happen, yeah. feel them, forgive them, let them go. Yeah. And then the second stage is like what I like to call like laughing at them. You know, if you can get to a point where that thought comes up and you're just like, oh my God, that is so ridiculous. <laughs> Goodbye, right? Then, okay, that's like when you've you've got it, right? So. Yeah. If you can't laugh at it, if it feels heavy, feel it. Feel it, feel it, feel it, let it go. Um, but once you get to a point where you can laugh at them, then you are, yeah, you're going to be more in the vibe. And that's that's definitely how I feel. I mean, I definitely have st- still have money things to work on. But mm-hmm. for me, um, one thing that really helped me get to a better place with it was going into a season of, like, full surrender. Like, I think surrendering and acceptance is so key because – when you're not accepting what is, you're fighting against it. You're causing resistance. You're, you're, and then essentially you're not believing it's going to get better. You're not really believing it's going to work because yeah. your thoughts are about how bad this thing is. So getting into a really deep surrender helped me a lot. And then from there I said, you know what? Okay, I'm ready to call in more money. I'm ready to do this thing. But I don't have to be in a mode where, oh, why isn't it happening yet? Yeah. Where is it? Yeah. How is it going to happen? Because I'm so surrendered to being grateful for what I have. Yeah. Yeah. And when you mean surrendering to the thought, is, is are you surrendering to the anxious thought? And, and, and how would you do that as a physical or mental action? Yeah. So when like the, um, when the self-doubt comes up, when the fear comes up and it's trying to derail you and you're feeling like, oh, I don't think it's going to work or I'm so embarrassed about what I'm doing or it's, mm. you know, doesn't feel possible or I'm so stressed out about money or whatever mm. it is, like really feeling it, like really sitting with yourself and feeling it in your body. For me, it's almost always in my chest. Yeah. And yeah. so just feeling that feeling and letting it be there because we don't do that. We, we shove our feelings away. Yeah. We shove them down. We bottle them up. We never really process them. So letting it be okay that there's an anxious feeling in your chest feeling it until it goes away and then saying you know what I forgive this I'm moving on now and I'm letting this go yeah 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 and I always there's a little add-on to that because that is really really powerful and it's definitely like I I can hear bits of of Byron Katie in that she's all about kind of surrendering to it isn't it and going deep on 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 where it's coming from Uh, and the add-on to that as well and, and I talked about this with my God, I don't know if it was my coaching academy or, or my manifestation group, but it was about, do you know what? Look for evidence to disprove it as well. So, so what evidence have you got to prove that that is a, um, a false thought almost? So where are other people killing it in the industry that you want to be in? Where is the most successful relationship that you can see around you so that you can see that it's actually possible to have the thing that you want rather than the focus on the, the the lack of and the fear of it as well. I love that. Yeah, so important. And I feel like that's, I love to do that with like journaling mm. because it's like, it's so, it's so crazy. Like we have a thought and it feels so real in our head, yeah. but we can disprove it and we can say, well, what else could be true? Here's the evidence of what's true. Yeah, 100%, 100%. So tell me a little bit, I noticed on your, your Instagram profile, you do a, a retreat, is that right? Yeah, I do retreats. I have my fourth one coming up. Wow. And what do you do at the retreat? What do people expect, get get from the retreat, sorry? 
and where do you host it and what does yeah. it involve so i've they've all been in the united states so mm-hmm. far um i've done i've done one in sedona arizona which was really cool i've done a few that are um like they're usually like in the mountains you know they're nice. like there's like a lot of spaciousness around yeah. a lot of peace and quiet um i always do a lot of breath work at them so that's like a big focus is yeah breath work and i mean in my breath work sessions i'm really big on teaching that whole piece of like feel what you're feeling you know get in your body get out of your head so a lot of that and then each one has had different things that we've focused on different activities we've done um the one i have coming up is called uncaged and it's really going to be about like let like letting go of limiting beliefs and like stepping into your reality where you are unapologetic as fuck whatever that means for you in your life right that could be in relationships with family with your business whatever um so yeah i have a hypnotherapist coming to this one so we're doing a photo shoot so there's always just like different things but really getting is a, together with a group of women like this who are on the same wavelength and doing the work and we do journaling circles and we just speak our truth and we realize oh these other people feel the same way as me it's not just me and so a lot of powerful shifts come from that yeah huge huge and i think a lot of the time if we are stuck in our own heads we don't realize that there's other people feeling the same way and it's powerful to be around those because then you start focusing on what could be rather than the fear of what might be. What do you know or feel or can guarantee that you've manifested in your life, that you put out to the universe, that there's almost like, do you know what? It was one of those crazy examples or crazy um, instances where you're like, oh my God, I asked for this and this is it. I feel like I have those every day. <laughs> really? Okay, <laughs> tell really me some really good, good ones. Yeah, I mean, a lot of times they'll be subtle. You know, like, yeah. um, I love the practice of journaling what if, mm-hmm. like positive what ifs. Like, it's your mind focused on looking for the positive yeah. and calling that in. So I like to make what if lists and I'll, I'll put things on there that just randomly pop into my head and then they'll happen. Like, it's crazy. I'll that. be like, why did I write that? Um, and then it'll happen. But so a really good manifestation story is... I always grew up like wanting to be an actress like that, you know, wanting to be on TV, wanting to be in a reality show, right? Just, I was never like, I didn't go to school for that. I didn't do anything like that. I never was in theater, never did, because it just felt unrealistic to me. So I never even explored it, but I always like dreamed of it, right? Mm -hmm. And so then when I, um, when I started working from home and having the flexibility that I have, I was like, oh, I could be an extra in a movie. Like that would be kind of cool to see like the behind the scenes. So I put myself, I just Googled how to be an extra in a movie. Mm-hmm. And I um, put myself on a list where you would get notified for that. Yeah. And so I applied for a few. You know, I would, like, submit my photos every once in a while when I get the email. But, um, but yeah, I just, it started with me just being open to this idea and believing that I could do that. And believing, like, well, of course I can do that. Like, obviously I can be an extra in a movie. And so then I um, got... My first one, which was for a TV commercial, but actually it turned out that I was an actor. So I didn't even realize until like the day before I was like, oh, the things they're sending me, it's like, I'm not an extra in this. Like, I'm going to be an actor, but I didn't have any lines. So that was good. Um, so it was really, it was really cool. I got to be an actor in a TV commercial. And then I got another one after that. And then I literally one day like wrote in my journal, what if I land a TV commercial today? 
And this isn't something I'm spending much time on. Like, this is a very much a side thing, right? Yeah. I Every once in a while, submit my photos to something. I'm not, like, plugging away trying to become, like, a famous actress, like, at all. Yeah. But I'm very, like, open to it. And I have this mindset of, like, of course, like, this is possible for me. Because that's just how I live my life now, right? I think everything's yeah. possible for me. So I wrote my journal, what if I... Um, got a TV commercial today and literally a friend of mine reached out that day and said hey I remember seeing you say that you're like in TV commercials and actually my job just told me to find someone to be in a TV commercial and it's like so crazy because I'm going to go visit my friend from college stay with her and the TV commercial is like a vacation it's basically I'm going to get paid to like be on a pretend vacation with my friend so and I never would have had that opportunity because I was afraid to share on social media that I was in the commercials because mm-hmm. it felt like bragging. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and I was like, but I was like, well, no, I'm going to share it. So I shared it. And like, had I not, she never would have known because she's not a friend I'm around all the time. Yeah. So she wouldn't have even known to, to that I did that. So to me, it's just like so clear of a manifestation, all of it, because it's like you can do whatever the fuck you want, but it all starts with believing you can do it and putting yourself out there yeah. with that belief. 100%, 100%. Do you know what? It's so funny that you say that, and I don't know if I've mentioned it on this podcast either. Um, I remember having on my podcast, on my vision board, um, a, a logo of a, of a TV program that's um, on over here. And the reason being is because they had these two life coaches on that were a bit cringy, very old school. And I just thought, oh my God, if that's the version of life coaching, like I need to be on TV to show that there's a different version. So I had this and this was like, I was still working full time, like coaching was like my part time thing at this time, like my side hustle until it became my full time thing. And so it was on my vision board, but I did nothing with it, like nothing with that. It was just there as an image. And I got, like, I've had quite a bit of TV work. Like, I've been on the local, like, um, ITV News um, when they have, like, mental health weeks. I've been on the local radio. um, I've been on MTV, on um, Geordie Shaw, like, the OGs, coaching. And all of these things, I have done nothing. I've not put it out there. I've not put it out there. They've literally found my website. That's it. And yeah, oh my God, I totally forgot about that. So I love that you've brought my mind back to that because it is, it's like, do you know what? That thing and the thing for you as well and what you said, it's like we had no resistance to it. Like it wasn't my burning desire to be on TV. I just thought, oh, wouldn't it be nice if, yeah. And and then it happened. And, and any time I've kind of thought, oh, do you know what? I'd like a little bit of promotion, stuff um that I've ended up getting it so whether it's been writing for a publication or a local newspaper or a national newspaper again all of these things they've just kind of been on my actual you know whether I'm journaling like you do or whether it's been in my on my vision board oh my god I love that I love that and a perfect one to um to end with so just yeah. before we end the podcast how can people find you if they want to know more about you tell me what your um instagram handle is and i'll obviously put it in the show notes for everyone as well yeah so it's um it's leah party 
and pretty much you can search my name anywhere and find something something I've created (laughs) fantastic fantastic well thank you so much for coming on the podcast and what an absolute pleasure and do you know what if if everyone was to go back and listen to this listen back over this podcast there is definite definitive things of uh, how to best describe that um there are pointers that you've said that everyone could take action over whether that's journaling whether that's taking time out to question your own thoughts whether that's from that um those um energy leaks there are really good actions that have come out of this podcast that is total value for everyone listening so thank you so much for coming on the podcast yeah thank you for having me this was so fun oh thank you and don't forget if you have a desire to become a life coach then join me on my free how to become a life coach masterclass where i will tell you exactly how that is possible the date is the 29th of september and the link for that will be in the show notes Thank you so much for listening to the Unbreakable Mindset podcast with me, your host, Jude Daunt. If you have enjoyed this episode, then please do share with others. And it would mean a huge deal to me if you would rate, review, follow and subscribe on your podcast app. This will allow the podcast to keep growing and going to new audiences. And if you want to know all the ways in which you can work with me directly, please visit judedaunt.com coaching.co.uk. The links will be in the show notes.